Shady Pines, an Afterthought Media podcast on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, titled Nothing to Fear But Fear Itself. First, from show business, please say hello, hello, hello to Mr. Adam Salandra. Adam Salandra, how are you? Hello. Up, oh, his microphone is off. Do you know, guys, this is a professional outfit we run here. Go ahead, Salandra, how are you? I am so good. Who knows why that was muted? Um, I just wanted to say that I just uh, realized before we started, like, oh, let me pop on Discord and see if 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 people are listening. And oopsies, it. I don't know why this would happen, but it was on Porn Decor Lounge, and it was just a big old dick popping right in my face, uh, which I didn't expect. But I, I'm thrilled. Thank well, you. That's a great way to point out. If you join our Patreon and you go on the Discord, we do have a channel called the Porn Decor Lounge, which you don't even know this, Lantern. One of our newest co-hosts, uh, Christian Ochoa, his roommate posted on the Porn Decor Lounge video of her oh. face as you hear Christian upstairs getting fucking railed by some dude. Oh, I saw that. I didn't, but I didn't. I don't know Christian yet. I yeah. didn't realize that's what it was. That's yeah. amazing. That's exactly what it was. Um, <laughs> Good for him. Christian wants to do an OnlyFans review show. I think you should join us on that, Slender. Are you a big OnlyFans person? Oh, my God. I wasn't, and I don't know what happened over the past two months. I was like, let's dabble. And then it's like, usually I don't even like them, but you get so interested. Like, I'm so curious. I'm like, I got to see. And then you spend $10 over and over and over, and it gets very expensive. But, yes, please, I will do it. It's What's weird is it's kind of like a, like a slot machine. It's called a slut machine because yeah. – you pay $10. I wait for sales. I always pay like three or five, right? But Smart. Yeah. But th- they're around $10, and it can be really good or really awful, right? Yep. So, like, I've done two in the past month. This Elijah Zane, who I think is only an – I don't know if he does regular commercial porn. His OnlyFans is fantastic. Okay. Constantly updated. Uh he is his boyfriend's super iconic, uh, Raham Shabazz, I think is his name. And so I think they always have people who want to collaborate with them. And so his OnlyFans is really good. Okay. Then I signed up for this other one, this Twink. Because on his Twitter, he's always showing him getting fucked. I'm like, oh, he must have a great OnlyFans. What a horrible OnlyFans. What a horrible, horrible OnlyFans. Awful. Not good at all. So disappointing. And from Bloody Podcast, she has her own OnlyFans. It's called Bloody Podcast. There's only one fan. Lori Rockingham. Hi, Lori. hey <laughs> I will also like to say, again, there's a lot of uh, storylines of my aunt and I in an incestuous relationship on Porn Decor Lounge, and I don't like it. Well, look, they only report facts. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's known for that. It's known yeah. for that. No, that's I call it not. Incest. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But these are good questions. Salandra, and I want you to be honest. This is a private conversation. No one's hearing this. Oh, okay. In that case. What is 
in in terms of relationship rings and in, in terms of family relations, what is the closest in I guess cousins? I don't think you'd hook up with a sibling. What is the closest degree of cousin that you would hook up with? That I would hook up with. Now remember, I could see if you were straight. I'm just putting this out there, but you can't have children with anything. You're gay, right? True. I mean, well, there's, I think, different scenarios. I don't have a cousin that I would want to fuck, but I'm just, for the sake of this, imagining I did. I don't know. I mean, the kids thing is a big part of it because you don't want them turning out messed up. And obviously, it's different than a sibling. I Let's say second. Second. Is that is that too close? No. You know what's so weird is our former co-host Evan uh his dad recently, so it's not even long ago. Not even like a super long they've been known since he was a kid, but like in the past 5 years got married to a woman and she has a little gay twink son. Okay? And Evan thinks he's so hot and I've never really seen a good picture of him, but Evan thinks he's a really hot little twink, right? number <laughs> but i'm all like we should hook up with him like no that's my stepbrother where, where do you fall on this stepbrother thing oh my god who cares now if it's gonna cause family drama that's not worth it mm-hmm. but no blood zero blood except to the penis baby i'd say I go thought for it. evan had a boyfriend they've oh they've broken up oh, oh no yeah so here's another thing here's another weird story is my grandfather was kind of a player and so he had a, a son from another woman before he met my grandmother, okay? And that guy passed away, like, in the 70s or something. Like that. He died young, okay? But like, that would just probably happen about five years ago, maybe more. Uh, his family wanted to meet us. So we had, like, a big get-together. We met his family, right? So I met my family. A bunch of cousins, but one of them was a first cousin. Sounds right, yeah. Which is fine. But then he had a son. Now, the first cousin is older than me as well. So the son's probably now about 20, late 20s? Because so he's about mid-20s at this time, right? Not only that, a popular snowboarder? And I was, and hot? And I was like, hmm, I've never, I've, I'm meeting this person at 20. Yes, he's a first cousin once removed, but I've never met him. I'm not looking at him in those blood eyes. Does that make sense? Definitely. Yeah. And I, th- you know, it is what it, you can't help. Him. And also, he's a half. He's a half because he's a half. We don't have the same grandmother. But see, I think, see, you're asking a different question, though. You are asking, would you, if, so if that snowboarder. If he came up to you and said, "Hey, I think you're attractive. Let's let's do this. Let's go behind the bushes and mm-hmm. I'll blow you." Would mm-hmm. you do that, or would you say, "Like, no, thank you"? Oh wait, sorry, made missing. Not snowboarder, skateboarder. Go ahead. Yes. Oh well, that's totally different. Never mind. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I. But what I'm saying is, I feel like there are family members that you can be like, "Oh, that person's attractive," but. Would I actually, like, if the opportunity presented itself, would I sleep with them? No. Like, that's your family. Yeah. But I think you are allowed to be like, oh, I, I can see that person being attracted. You know what I so mean? So when you and your brother would hook up or when you and your aunt hooked <laughs> up. It's not my brother. Wait, I don't find my brother Not attractive. a boy. Wait, We're did just your, friends. Did your brother pack your vagina with dirt and pee on it? 
when I was like four. Yeah. Wait, I, not even to take that in a sexual way, but obviously that's a real story, and I would like to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were fucking, and he said, "I only have sex with you." That's our girl. Uh-huh. Uh, so no, so I, 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 I maybe I was a little, maybe I was like six, but I, basically, long story short, I, I thought that I was like was supposed to be a boy because my brother was a boy, and he was my twin, and I, he, we hung around all boys, and I like playing with boys more than girls, so I was just like, oh, clearly, I'm meant to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Um. And my brother told me that I that you grow your penis, and the way you mm-hmm. do that is you pack it full of dirt, and then a boy pees in your, on the dirt, and it grows your penis. So mm-hmm. he's like, he was like, oh, I'll do it for you. So we go in the backyard, and we pack full of dirt, mm-hmm. and like as he's like unzipping, my mom comes out and is like, what the hell is going on? And he. We had to explain like what the process, why we were doing it. And my mom was just like, I have no words. I legitimately like just basically was like, didn't want to talk about it. Was just like, get in here. Let's clean you up and let's just never speak of this again. I love that so much because (laughs) kids say the darndest things. And uh, did he believe it or is he tricking you? I don't know. I never, we've never talked about it. Like literally it's something that we've just never, there's a couple of things in our family that we just, well, we'll just be like, well, we've never talked about that. So. Of course. That's, that's the family way. All right. The women confront their phobias on the flight to the Bahamas to attend, uh, Rose's aunt's funeral. Meanwhile, Sophia enters a cooking contest. That's pretty much the episode there. Yeah. What happens is Rose, and by the way, it sounds really simple. And actually, let's get you get your opinion here. Give me your two sentence uh, summary of this episode. Well, not a summary of your opinion, Lori, of this episode. Oh, um, this is going to be, I don't know. I would like the episode until they got on the plane. And then I, I'm somebody who I don't like to fly. And when I fly, I don't like, it's just being, it's like, it's not necessarily the height. It's being in an enclosed space where you can't leave. And so I get very hyper annoyed with everything everybody does. So when I was like thinking about myself being on that plane, I would be like, oh, my God, I would flip my shit so much if these three bitches got on my plane and like were were, like such divas. And then when Rose got up to make her speech, I was like, I swear to fucking God, I would have pulled the safety brake. I would have put like the safe. I would have pulled the alarm. I would have done whatever I needed to do to shut her up. But and yeah, that, that pissed me it's off. It's funny you say that, Lori. I didn't think about it till now, but I've I've ranted about this before. As much as I love a lot of musical theater, I hate musical theater people. And there was this video that went viral years ago about like the, a plane was delayed or something. The cast of The Lion King was on there, and they started singing in the fucking terminal. Oh, that's and always I was the like case. if I was in the terminal and I was sitting there because my flight was delayed, and these motherfuckers started singing "Circle of Life." I would have torched the whole place down. I would have, I would have called in a bomb threat and been arrested just so I could get away from it. Oh, there was a thing one time where like they were on a, they were on the plane Mm -hmm. and they were flying and they just broke out. And I'm like, did the, did the Castle Lion King ever do this on stage? (laughs) Like, why are we only seeing them in like trains and air, airplanes? Like, why is this only the case? 
There was one where they were in like a boardroom, and I was like, get them on a goddamn stage. Like- <laughs> yeah. And by the way, if you're singing at eight shows a week, the last thing I'd want to do would be singing that fucking – that's like saying like, oh. like one of the first – I wouldn't say a fight, but the, the first time I hurt Aiden's feelings, when we were at Disneyland, I was, it was, I was wet. I was tired. It was like been a long day. Wet from Splash Mountain, by the way. Oh, oh. And we were in line for Haunted Mansion. I was just fucking exhausted. It just hit me. And it was quiet. And then he said, he asked me some question about what I thought was going to happen on the next season of Drag Race. And I was like, I don't want to fucking talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. And his face fell. I felt so bad. I still feel bad. He tells me not to feel badly, but I I still feel so bad. The biggest fight star never, well, that's not true. One of the bigger fights Dara and I got on was one time when she, we were on, I told her ahead of time, so I feel like I warned her, mm-hmm. but I was like, just so you know, like, I just, I'm not, I don't like being in an enclosed space with people. Like, I just like to put my headphones on and I don't like talking and I, you know, I just, I can't, I can't deal with like talking. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay. So we get, and like literally the plane takes off and she just starts talking. And so <laughs> I turn to her and I go, I don't give a fuck about what you have to say. <laughs> and I put my headphones on and she, she didn't talk to me <laughs> for, for a real long time after that. She said, okay, I will yeah. not be speaking. <laughs> but I just was so angry because I was like, I literally told you how I felt. Like I told you. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I had this guy on the plane who you could tell he was trying to get, he kept doing that thing. He was sitting next to me and he kept doing that thing where you could tell he wanted you to ask him if he was okay. Cause he would be like, <gasps> and you weren't and I, giving in. No. And I, I even was just like, at one point I just looked at him and I went, <laughs> and I just looked at him and then I went back to the, and I'm like, I'm not fucking talking to you, dude. Yeah. I don't, I it. hate, it is a pet peeve of mine actually is a dramatic sigh. That's like very purposeful. It's like, if you have something to say, say it, but I don't need yeah. you sighing in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst person to fly with is my dad. My dad wants to talk all 24 uh, seven, all the time for, for, for the fact that it's an enclosed space where you can't leave. And that's my nightmare. Uh, that to my dad is heaven because it's an enclosed sp- space where people can't leave and they have to listen to him. <laughs> so, Yikes. So he will just talk to whomever. I, my mom had my dad move one time. We were in the plane and he wouldn't stop talking. And so my mom goes, you need to sit someplace else. So literally he's like three rows behind us and we can still hear him talking to <laughs> like a stewardess, the person next to him. Anybody. No, so, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's the worst. Uh, so, Landry, before we go to break, what is your opinion on this episode in a couple sentences? Um, I, it was, honestly, I watched it a little, you know, we were delayed. I watched it a bit ago and I kind of don't remember it much of it. So I'm going to have to say I probably didn't love it that much compared to other episodes. You know what's so funny is I, the, to me, the mark of a good episode is I LOL'd a, a, a bunch of times during this episode. There was a, oh. a time when Rose, uh, was talking to Blanche and I le- legitimately LOL'd and she was just, I thought the writing was very on point and very funny on this episode. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the episode. <laughs>
right. Uh, let's actually talk about a couple of themes in this episode. One is phobias. Let's talk about phobias. Let's start with Adam Salandra. Because the girls confront their phobias. Blanche is afraid. Well, let's start backwards. Rose has a fear of public speaking. Uh, that's her fear. Dorothy has a fear of flying. And Blanche has a fear of being in an enclosed space with bald men. Um, which sounds <laughs> to be specific. It, it, it's really well written because they just played for a joke at first and then it comes true. So they, they do a, a double laugh. And yeah. my favorite joke was the one at the end when they go, Yeah, it was a Mr. Clean convention. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all going, I thought that was funny. But, you know, so they share their phobias. Do you guys have phobias? So let's start with Adam Salander. Do you have any phobias, Adam? Um, I honestly don't even like to talk about it because I'm okay. like, oh, it's. Uh, uh, I have a fear of like hitting people with my car for some reason. So you don't want to talk about it because you think it's stupid or you don't want to talk about it because it really does scare you? No, I, f- I feel like it's putting it out into the world. Oh, like we're manifesting like it happening. Like hitting another car or hitting a human being? Human. Mm, interesting. <gasps> very, very interesting. Lori Roggenkamp? Oh, I mean, there's two. We have too many to, Give to me list. Three. I mean,. Wait, why would you say we? I have too many to list. Uh, let's see. I have. I hate. I hate insects. Uh, spiders, insects, but insects of any kind. Um. Let me think. Uh, I have. Uh, so I have an irrational fear of. This goes. This. This is a broader thing, but it goes along with a bunch of things. But it's basically. Uh, 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 like I will have a sudden, uh, compulsion to do, to do something and I won't be able to stop myself and then therefore I'll harm myself. So I have, I have a sudden compulsion to jump off a building, some compulsion to drink, uh, toilet water, yes. some compulsion to drink. Like, just like I have the, like, I, I will start fearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't like to, to handle sharp things for too long because I have a fear that I have a sudden compulsion to just like stab someone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, um, what else? I don't like things that aren't divisible by five. Um, okay, now we've run out of things. So, uh, <laughs> so I, it I freaks me to, out. <laughs> I used to have a paralyzing fear of children going missing, particularly children that I knew. Okay. So it's like what? So random, what? like when you were when you were a young when Wait, you were a child as well. No, up until older. fairly recently, how many children have gone missing? Zero. That you know. Zero. Okay. But you know, like when they're like, "Where's Where's Billy?" And it, it doesn't have to be my children. Like I remember being at Disneyland once, right? And uh, there was this family, a young family with you know husband, you know dad, mom, and a boy and a girl, right? And it was crowded. We were all we were packed in waiting for Fantasmic, which is a show that's very crowded. People wait for it. And the boy was like probably like nine, and he goes, "I'm going to go to the bathroom." And they were like, he, "And the dad was like, do you want me to go with you?'" He's like, "No, I can go." And I was like, "I remember the time thinking like, oh god, please go with him, right?" How old are you? Probably thirty. I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were like a kid. No, 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 no. And so we're waiting there, and. The kid is taking a long time. Now, probably just because there's a crowd for that. But I can, I'm looking at the parents and you can see them like nervously looking out and looking for him. And it's, it's, and I start having a full on panic attack that doesn't subside till the kid walks me like, hi, everybody. You know, and I'm like, okay, he's back. You know, but like any sort of 
I, I don't really have it anymore. I don't know why. Maybe it's medication, but I don't have that anymore. Uh, I also, I cannot, like, I'm deathly afraid of snakes. Of any kind of slithering thing. Uh, spiders as well, or like any kind of like creepy crawly thing. I don't like that at all. And um, also being, a, I'm also afraid of, my last one, of like being accused of a crime, even if I'm innocent. Like I'm innocently accused of a crime, but all the facts are against me. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, like I remember one time a friend from Florida came into town, right? This was, we were in our thirties then too, right? And we went to the Abbey and he was, his business had put him up at that um, Radisson Inn. Is that what it is on Santa Monica? Yeah. So they had put him at the Radisson. So we were walking back. Ramada. Ramada. Ramada thank you. The Ramada Inn. And we're walking back to the Ramada and it was really weird, but like, we're just walking back. Ha 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 ha. We both had a, uh, I hadn't drunk at all, had to drive home, but he had drunk, had a, a few drinks. And all of a sudden, this the guy was pretty hot. Kind of like, um, who's that guy that was married to Jennifer Aniston? Oh, Justin Thoreau. He kind of looks Justin, Justin Thoreau. Thoreau. Comes out of the shadows. Justin Thoreau? Like, imagine Justin Thoreau. Comes out of the shadows. And he's like, hey, guys, can I walk with you guys? And we're like, okay. He's like, the Abbey's closed, right? We're walking home. And walking back to the, the, the Ramada. And... Then he and my friend like really hit it off, like in the walk where they're like going to hook up. And so my car was just a few blocks away. Right. And then they, I, when I drove away, I saw them holding hands, walking back to the Ramada. And I later on, I was driving do 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 do. And then I was like, wait a minute. I have no idea who Justin Thoreau is, you know, <laughs> when we could, the, my friend and I made quite the scene at the Abbey. So everyone was seeing me with him. Saw us leave together. If he's murdered, I have no alibi. Wow. So th- I thought you were nervous he was being murdered, but in fact, it was that you would be oh, blamed yeah, yeah. for his murder. Yeah, yeah. More I would be accused of his murder. I don't care. Sure, sure. I had a, a similar thing happen, but um, basically what happened was I... Uh, Did you stand adjust- up and then sit down? Yeah, I adjust my balls. Um, exactly. <laughs> Just what I was gonna say. Oh, sorry. I mean, you could tell. I saw your hand go down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I, I. So, uh, oh shoot. Andrew um, got disconnected. Here he comes. <laughs> he a different really angle too. How? How is it a different angle? That's what I want to know. Is it? I don't even. I didn't even hit anything. I don't know why I got kicked off. Let alone. Literally, literally, a different you know, angle. Yeah, it's a bebop style. It's like real. What? Yeah. I don't even know how he did that. Yeah, I certainly don't. I never know. Obviously, no technology. This is, what, this is what it's like. This is what it's like. It's like you left, and then all yeah. of a sudden you came back, and it's like, what? No, yeah. I didn't move. No, I didn't seriously. move. Seriously, yeah, it it is totally different. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, so I, I, when I was younger, I was like the only person in my group of friends that had a car, and so all my friends would drink. And then I was sort of the one who would always be, you know, the responsible one to drive everyone home. Mm-hmm. And it was always frustrating because I would want to go out and drink, you mm-hmm. know, and you would go to these, we would go to these parties and always be like, oh, Lori's going to stay sober. And it's like, <laughs> you're like a 18 year old at a house party that you don't even want to be at and you can't even get drunk. And so I just would get like really annoyed, you know, and so. 
I remember one time a friend of mine was like, well, let's draw straws to see who would, st- who, who was going to be the sober driver. And I was like, it's going to be me. I have the car. It's like, going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you going to do? If you're sober, you're going to pick us up and carry us home. So, uh, we go to this house party that we don't really know and I leave. I'm just like, I'm, I can't, I can't do this. I don't want to be at this shoot. Cause like, it's just like, it's all like 18 year old idiots. And there's like never a trash can in the bathroom. So if you have to throw something away, it's like a huge issue. Like, it's just like, it's, it, it just always made me feel really like it's never sanitary. It's always gross. They're always playing beer pong, which is the worst. So, um, so anyway, so I was just like, I'm going. And so I leave and I was like, oh my God, like if my friends get killed, (laughs) I'm going to be the one. Like everybody's going to be like, well, they had a ride, but the ride left. So then I drove back, but I stayed in my car the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did your best. So I was a fun time. But yeah, I mean, I kind of had the same thing. I was also going to say, Joe, that... No, it's okay. We can move on. I don't want to. Um, by the way, beer pong. That's just Adam Salandra, Adam Salandra's social media. If you guys don't follow him at Adam Salandra, it, his stories are just you know the lifestyles of the gay and uh, semi-married famous. Well, he's fully married, semi-famous. Uh, it's just him at different venues in LA. As if COVID just doesn't happen. He's like living in another reality. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, what does that have to do with beer pong? Is my I guess of all the things. Oh, I have you would to say. you would definitely have one with beer pong with you and all your little gay friends playing beer pong and talking shit on fat people. I know how it is. What? Uh, yeah, so true. So one. Of the, so Rose is uh, terrified because she has to give a eulogy at an at a, at the funeral of an aunt. And there's a scene between which again very very spooky. Now they're all dead. Where Blanche and Dorothy have a conversation where Blanche asks if Dorothy would give a eulogy at her funeral and then vice versa. And it leads to a very funny conversation. Yeah. Question- and if you remember five yeah. weeks ago, yeah. I made a reference to this episode. <laughs> oh, I barely remember five weeks ago. So much has okay. happened in that meanwhile, Laura, you know, all right. I'm just saying, if you remember, r- r- go back to the first episode. Salandra oh, you were- to say something. Go ahead, Salandra. I, sorry. My, I said, go back. You, they, they should definitely go back and listen. Oh yeah. 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 Now, so Lori, would you give a eulogy at my funeral? Um, I, I I would say something. Yeah. What would you say? I would say I'm pretty sure this casket isn't going to hold them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should have we should have cremated. Yeah. Whoever whoever decided to do that, we should have cremated. Aiden, I don't know if that was you, but uh, oh, Aiden brought his new boyfriend. Aiden and Aiden's boyfriend. <laughs> nice to meet to you. The funeral. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think, uh, I would just, I don't think I would be the one to talk the most. Uh, I, I mean, I would definitely uh, I think more you would. words, <laughs> but I would just, you know, I would say about how, you know, how funny you were trying to be and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all you uh, could ask for. What about you, yeah. Salandra? Would you give a few, would you give a eulogy for Lori? Definitely. A public, honestly, the eulogies I've given. Oh, you've given eulogies. Baby, that's my time to shine. I crack jokes. I have the audience laughing between tears. Who have you given a eulogy for? My grandmother. Oh. 
Oh, interesting. I wasn't allowed to say anything at my grandmother's funeral because everyone thought I would tell jokes. Well, you something you gotta you gotta and yet do it when my, you at least expect it. And yet my uncle was allowed to say get her done at our fu- at my grandma's funeral. Oh jeez. We so. weren't allowed legally to have a funeral because my grandparents died of COVID. Wow. In the was it twenty twenty? Uh right, beginning, right in the thing. We did we got to have a funeral, but nobody could talk. Everyone had to like we had, they had the coffins and we had to stay like 50 feet away from each other even wow it was See, that's that, that's so the kind sorry. of stuff that always made me so sad yeah that's yeah. that's the worst mm-hmm. anyway uh well i would give eulogies for both of you Lori, i would definitely give a eulogy for you it, and it'd be the roast of Lori rocking camp right there that's see that's what i would love i would love mm-hmm. for a roast to happen mm-hmm. i want that would that would be great you i actually like it. del close who's like this psychopath who essentially created improv, uh, long form improv. Um, he, he was, uh, uh, dying and, you know, a, a lot of really famous people knew him and, and he basically like kind of made their careers and, uh, he was dying in the hospital and he said, I want, I just want my friends to come and, ro- and roast me. And so that's what they did. They had like Bill Murray and, um, you know, all these people come into the hospital and just roast him as he's, you know, laying in the hospital. I'm just like, that would be that. That's the best. It, I love that. Yeah. So that that to me would be how I wouldn't want to go out. It's just like, <sighs> and then also as I'm dying, hearing this music. Hey everyone, thanks for having me at the funeral of Lori Roggenkamp. Okay. <laughs> oh no. What do you know? I gotta that I don't tell know? you, Lori was so fat. She was on both sides of the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she like rises from the casket yeah. snapping and with with joy yeah i would tell you what Lori was so fat when she sat on a rainbow skittles came out <laughs> that's my time <laughs> oh too bad i got the light Lori's <laughs> dad has the light <laughs> yeah i love also my oh, story my dad. Lori's parents outlived Lori. of course oh yeah my dad will probably outlive us all because yeah. that's his big fear is that he's going to outlive his his kids. Okay. So you know that that's going to happen. He's going to live longer than both my brother and I combined. Uh, all right. Let's jump over to the references. Some of these, I think there's a lot of them are so obvious. I think we're going to buzz right through. Jay Leno. Salandra, you know who Jay Leno is? Yeah. Host of The Tonight Show. Famous chin. Yeah. They made fun of his big chin, and that's exactly what it was. Okay. Here's one. Guys, first of all, I had to turn on the captions. I had to do deep research in this. This is, shows you like Jewish writers at the Golden Girls for a Jewish actress. Yasha Hefetz, who was a famous <laughs> Jewish violinist. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joe Frazier, Lori. You know who Joe Frazier is? Oh, uh, he's a comedian or a fighter uh, or boxer. Both? He was a boxer. boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were thinking of Joe Rogan, probably. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel Gibson, Salandra. Oh, big actor and loves the Jews. Yeah, speaking of the Jews, he must have loved that Yasha Hefetz joke. Okay, now this they, they this is so weird how they make these casual black jokes on the show. They mentioned the four tops, and, and the uncle spelled that out in pepper. Why, Lori? Uh, because pepper spicy. Salandra. It was, of course, a reference to the uh, group Salt and Pepper. No, the four oh. tops were black. 
Yeah, but yeah. I don't shit that in salt. And when it was about the four tops, he would write it out in pepper because they were black. They were a black oh. Motown group. Uh, I don't know if they were Motown, but they were a black, definitely a black soul and R&B uh, singing group. Dennis Hopper, Lori Roggenkamp. Come back like Dennis Hopper. That's an actor. Actor, and I guess he must have had some sort of like career I role. Was thinking about that, I was like, when did he have a... Well, I guess he, he did that movie where he was like on a motorcycle or something. Yeah, and I rider. My, yeah, and my aunt said that that was like... A big deal. So he must have. That must have been the comeback, I guess. Yeah. So. No, not the. No, the motorcycle would happen in the sixties. He must oh. have like fallen out and then maybe came back in the eighties. Well, John very... Travolta had a big comeback yeah. with. I wonder if that's like going to be a thing because I don't feel like lately. I I feel like everybody just sort sort of stays in the public view. You know, I never really. I don't feel like there's ever really an actor now who like kind of goes away unless they like don't do anything, but there's not really an, if you want to be like talked about, you'll be talked about sort of thing. Salandra, John Travolta, if he hit on you at the gym, would you have sex with him? Present day? Mm-hmm. I would say no, but I got to be honest and this is going to sound ridiculous, but he literally sent my husband a Christmas card because he's a client, I guess. I didn't know that, but he looked good in it in their little family photo on the, mm-hmm. in the front. Oh, that's nice. So maybe, maybe I have, I've heard rumors and I don't know if this is true because I've never met him. He's actually, John Travolta is my grandmother. Um, oh. but I've heard that John Travolta smells really bad. Oh, that would be a no that for me. He, then. uh, apparently has like, you know, he doesn't believe in like, taking showers regularly and stuff so i don't know what there is to believe in where is laurie hearing these rumors all right my sister sam television show called my sister sam i would be floored salandra no i'm not even going to pretend that sounds ridiculous laurie i i mean i want to say just based off the title that it's about a mentally disabled girl no (laughs) wait i I felt that too no (laughs) it wasn't it's actually a very sad story um, so it was like a moderate TV hit. It was with Pam Dauber from Mork and Mindy and, a, and a, uh, a young woman named, I think her name was Rebecca Schaefer. And um, at the time in California, they didn't have really strong stalker laws. And in fact, because of this murder, the stalker laws sort of happened. But you could just look up someone's license plate and get where they lived. And someone was obsessed with Rebecca Schaefer. I believe that's her name. Lori, you're going to back me up on this. I feel, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca Schaefer, he looked up where she lived and she opened, he went to her door, op- rang the doorbell, she opened and he shot her dead. And so the show thus was canceled. Horrific. Um, but also, if you're like obsessed with someone, I mean, obviously you might be mentally ill, but mm-hmm. why is shooting them the, the thing that you I don't want know. to do? Maybe it's a what if I, if I can't have you know one. Yeah, thing. very that. But at least ask her on a date or something. Yeah. Well, also, it's like, um, it's like uh, I believe, and I'm, I could be totally wrong, but sometimes stalkers feel like you know we're in a relationship. You're in love with me, mm-hmm. and we were in love, and now you're not answering my calls, or you know. So it's like they have almost like this X mentality of like, how dare you ignore me, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So. X mentality. Um. So um. Yeah. No. So that that ended the show. It was a moderate hit, but um. You know, since she was my sister, Sam, they couldn't go on. Uh, all right, Copacabana. They make a reference to the Copacabana. Salandra. Uh, you know, I know the song, but I, I guess I don't know the actual place. Is, yeah. it, is it a real place? 
It was until May of 2020, Lori. Oh. Yeah, uh, the only reason I know about it is because of uh, the the movie The Mask with Cameron Diaz and uh, <laughs> what's his face. So yeah, it's a nightclub. Yeah, it was a famous, famous nightclub. nightclub in New York, and the song Copacabana was about how it gone from this swinging nightclub, but it actually did in the 70s briefly turn into a disco, and so it's sort of about the faded, you know. Uh, elegance and glory and glamour of this club but yeah the club closed though and and it moved around a bunch of times too but it closed in may of 2020 after the pandemic and then finally make an al capone reference laurie any thoughts on al capone uh i mean uh, the only thing i know about al capone is my mom would always say that you know al capone killed uh, thousands of people but he was brought down by uh the tax attorney and uh, by taxes so that's what she would always use that because she's a tax attorney mm. and she would always have people who say that they you, you know that there's a law that you don't have to pay your taxes or whatever and so she just say that like hey you know he killed people in broad daylight and yet he was brought down by f- tax fraud yeah. she's making points she's yeah making points uh guest star meg wiley first of four appearances uh, as Candy, she died in 2002 at the age of 84. So, Landry, anything in your book about this episode? No, I couldn't find it. I don't know why they skip around. Yeah. Uh, this episode originally aired on October 24th, 1987. There's nothing really important that happens around this time. Uh, let's go around for final judgment. Lori Roggenkamp, how many cheesecakes are you giving this episode? You know, I'm going to say six. I like it. Um, I just... Uh... I felt like, um, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I liked it, but it wasn't the best for me. All right. Salandra. Truly same across the board. Six for the same reason. Like, don't love. God, I'm really torn between a six and a seven. I do remember laughing a couple of times just to be evil and make it six, six, six. Let's say six, six, six. Spooky. I'll go with it. It was better than average. I did LOL a couple of times. Uh, it did have a kind of dumb ending, like the Sophia cooking contest went nowhere. It was like a that's weird... That's like, why I didn't remember it, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was sort of weird that they, they built it up like it was going to be a big finale, and it was, it just petered out at the end. So, uh, alright, well, let's, let's leave it there. Lori, thank you so much for being here. Thanks thank, for having me. Yeah, thank you for being a friend. And to Adam Solantra, thank you for, uh, being a friend. As of course. Well. See uh, you uh, Oh. Wait, Lori, what? I was going to ask, I just found out earlier today because I was doing, I was looking stuff up for the podcast and I just found out that Golden, there's a show called Golden Palace. Yeah. That, um, it was like, cause I guess B. Arthur after seven seasons refused to do any more seasons. Are you guys going to keep going and watch Golden Palace? No. I think we'll be long gone and dead by the time we get to that. Even seven, season seven. Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Just a guess. Salander, say it again. See you, Wolfies. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. 